Hey guys, it's Scott from fxmissions.com. Just a note, I've finished the trilogy of anthologies from the forefront, and all three books are currently available on Amazon. Welcome to From the Forefront, an FX Missions podcast. Stories about courageous souls who felt the call of missions and obeyed. Hi, Scott McClelland here. Thanks for joining the From the Forefront podcast from FX Missions. Interesting treat for you today. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a, a cross interview. Actually, Terrence Clark, a friend of a number of years, interviewed me on his podcast, gtalk.media. G as in Grant Talk, T A L K.media. I wanted to feature that here because I thought it gave a look at a contrasting point of view. And we talk a good bit about FX missions, so I encourage you to check that out. Terrence and I have been friends for a number of years. It had been a while since we'd talked. Very happy to catch up with him. He and I also have a series coming up that actually partly is already published. Really encourage you to check that out over at leadersmoment.org for the leadership moment. And we're talking about character and leadership on that particular series of podcasts. Really encourage you to check that out. Please do mention this podcast to someone, a friend. Rate us on iTunes. Let us know how we can serve you better. Thank you so much for being a part of From the Forefront. Blessings to you. Without further delay, here's Terrence and I on From the Forefront from FX Missions. So today I've got uh, Scott McClettle on the line, and he is, uh, what do you call yourself, Scott? Are you the president, the founder, the CEO of FX Business? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's that's a good question. Thanks for having me, by the way. I think some people typically call it founder and director. I mean, that's often the stuff I encounter. So I was actually part of a founding team, so maybe... Uh, Co-founder is the best way to say it. I, I'm the only surviving member of the founding <laughs> team. So maybe a uh, co-founder and director. I I guess. Yeah. I guess everybody jumped out on the and, and left you on the ship alone. Huh? <laughs> over time, over time, people had reasons to uh, to peel off, and I, uh, you know, Britain soldiers on. Right. Amen. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate you sitting down with me, with me today. Obviously, we're doing this by way of computer, which what a what a blessing these computers are. We can talk. You're in Texas. I'm in Arkansas. Um, yeah, yeah. Very cool. But we want to talk a little bit as we've been talking with our listeners about the fact that we live in a time right now where it's so easy to just show up and, and sit in the pew and be comfortable there week by week. We are encouraging people to become the church and begin to step out on their own, do things as the Lord would show them and direct them. If I just really believe if we will just begin asking and position ourselves in a place to allow God to speak to us, I believe he will speak to us about things that we individually can do that we don't have to wait for someone at our building, church building to mm-hmm. direct us or, or plant us or tell us that, oh yeah, you're called too. I think the scripture is clear that we're all called in the body of Christ. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. love to hear how, how you guys started with FX Missions and tell us a little bit about what your, your travels have been and a little bit about uh, just your vision and, and how God has, has kind of 
put this all in your lap? Oh, well, <laughs> I, I'll try not to be too verbose. Uh, and I appreciate again, the invite. I, I, there's a lot there, you know, <laughs> in terms of keywords, Terrence, you got my attention. Uh, I'm saying I, you know, we've been doing this a little bit about FX missions. We started in, I believe it was 2008 or nine in sort of an informal way. And then we finally, you know, I've been going in missions since 04. So I felt like over time from then, from 04, I wanted to travel and, and be uh, doing that work more in a team type concept. So over the years, some of that developed. And then in 2008, we we started going in teams. And then by 2013, we formalized a little bit. So we, we got a NGO established, a 501c3, as they call it in the States, and, mm-hmm. and then have continued on. We've been to, uh, we, we try to travel by, um, you know, relationship style. So we, we're not looking just to get to every country possible and check it off our list and stamp it in our passport. But <laughs> we try to look for the right relationships the Lord is uh, leading us to. And, and so we go back and forth a good bit to the places we've been, Nicaragua, Mexico, Kenya, for example, <laughs> Thailand, recently started doing some stuff in, in Europe as well, uh, South Africa, and we're shooting for Australia 2020. So, oh, great. Wow. Pray for us. But yeah. we've been around a fair amount, and we're trying to go to places that we can continue to go to. We've got a Sweden uh, trip uh, this fall as well. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's been good and a real blessing, quite an education. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny story, the way FX Missions uh, – was founded, and this is, uh, <laughs> I'll try to leave everyone's dignity intact here in my commentary. <laughs> but, uh, okay. You know, I think FX Missions got founded because someone who was supposed to do something didn't. Mm. <laughs> wow. And so uh, I, I, I went down that road for a little while, and, and uh, you know, all of us, in our relationships and our co-working and our collaboration, all those things are voluntary. So, you know, we, we, we may be called to do something or we may have a uh, grace to do something and, and it's still up to us to choose to do it. And then everyone who's, if, you know, who's supposed to be a part of that effort is, you know, also in some way affected by our decision, especially if we're the principal person or if we're the person who's supposed to initiate. So mm. I think, for me, FX Missions is uh, something that came about as a result of something else that should have worked out that didn't. Wow. And uh, talking about initiation or, or being an initiator, as you clearly mentioned, you know, we, we have a responsibility to, because we're all called, because we all are chosen, because we all are anointed, because we're all uh, sent. Mm. We, have, we we have a responsibility to uh, be led by God and, and join things that other people are doing or start things on our own. Or, you know, we've all got a role and a contribution. Mm-hmm. Sadly, in the States, in my experience over you know, about 35 years in the church, I, I've, I've observed people taking a different approach. And I'm sure I've taken it myself at times where we we're looking for somebody to legitimize something by mm. 
by their stamp of approval or their initiation, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And, and we're also taking our weekly or biweekly or multi-time weekly attendance at the, you know, at the church meeting as a fulfillment of our responsibility. And those things are, you know, they're so dangerous to, <laughs> to our actual calling because we, we misunderstand our responsibility and we set the bar and our sights so low that we risk the potential of being unfruitful as members of Christ's body. Did I say too much there, Terrence? That was a lot. No, no. In fact, man, what I just, I, I just appreciate one thing, you know, and maybe I can just say, I mean, we've known each other now. You're one of the first people I met when we, when I, we met at Morningstar. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you're one of the first, you and, you and, uh, Greg, <laughs> Greg, thank you. It's like my, <laughs> my, my age, man. It's like my brain sometimes doesn't remember things. It's like, it's on the tip of my tongue, but yeah. And I just appreciate yeah. the relationship. But one of the things I really love and have always appreciated about you is your ability to communicate and say things in such a way that you you really state, you're able to just really communicate something and say it. And I just I just love the way you said that. I just yes, you have <laughs> you've laid it out perfectly. Thank absolutely, you. absolutely. Uh, um, thank you for saying so. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your friendship has meant so much to me. You know, when Adair and I moved to, uh, you know, we were in that same place, you know, much of what you said, yeah. you know, God sent us to, we, we, we thought we were going to Africa. I mean, we had just come back from an Africa trip and we went and mm-hmm. left our church and here we were ready to, and so we moved there and we find ourselves in the middle of, you know, doing IT work. And of course, you haven't shared this yet, but you have your own business. I mean, you had, an, you have a, a company that you were, uh-huh. you know, down there and, and that's how you have managed. Can talk about that for a minute because people, I, I want people to understand because we have this mindset about what is full-time ministry. We think full-time ministry is when I go and a church calls me and pays for me to do whatever it is that they need me to do. But Mm-hmm. I believe God is really changing the paradigm for people to understand we are all in full-time ministry. We may work down at Walmart, right? But mm-hmm. you know, we, may, we, we may work at you know, TGNY, whatever be the place, but that doesn't mean that we can't still be full-time working for God and finding ways. And you've done that. So sh- take a few minutes to share a little bit about how you have managed to do both of those and how one has supported the other. Well, you know, just a little TG and Y, seriously. <laughs> I made you myself big time. I don't know. Hey, bro, I was right there with you, and I completely remember TG and Y. I couldn't think of some millennials on the broadcast. Uh, talking I have about no the, idea. The pre gap, right? This was a pre gap kind of story. Yes, it was. Yeah, no, I'm messing with you. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've been a, in business ownership. A little over 20 years. The current business I'm in, I think we celebrated our 17th anniversary in December. So wow, congrats. Uh, thankful for that. And we've, we've always, I guess, done, we haven't had the benefit, I guess, or, or I'm not sure it's a benefit, but the, we haven't had the scenario where we were just doing one thing. We, we, my wife and I celebrated 30 years of September. If you can Woo-hoo. Wow. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. 
Thank you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Amen. She's a strong woman. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we've always done ministry of some kind, and that's changed over time, and also been in, in business, worked for other people at times, and, and uh, just we, we're thankful to be in our own business. It does give some flexibility, mm-hmm. but, which I appreciate, and also I think was the Lord's intent as he's put us into the you know situation that we're in. He's created a scenario to the advantage of his intent, and we are trying to cooperate with that and, and continue to learn what that means. But yeah, we've been in business and I think, you know, not just as a hobby, you know, Hmm. intently for that time. And then I think one thing I was talking with some friends recently that happens to us, Terrence, is we have a sense that if we're serious about God, you know, this Mm. is especially true in the South. If we're serious about God, then we're going to be called to professional ministry. Mm. And, you know, I'm putting quotes around professional ministry, and I don't have anything against people who are ministering as, uh, you know, a profession. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to say that. But we have a mistaken understanding about if we are serious about God, we're going to get a check from it. (laughs) Exactly. You know, that's... uh, that isn't true. It shouldn't be true. And we shouldn't judge ourselves by that standard. Mm. Uh, you know, we, we can all be serious about God and live a life of spiritual consequence without getting a check from it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we say, well, what, how are we going to do that effectively? I mean, what are we going to do? How is God going to provide? How are we going to feed our family? How are we going to, you know, have a career provide for our future? All those questions the Lord is sitting ready to answer mm. we, once we say yes. A lot of the answers to our questions live on the other side of yes. <laughs> <laughs> and not on this side. Amen. We got to get that right. When we surrender to the Lord, the answers begin to come. But mm. if we struggle with, you know, our getting the decisions in advance, a lot of that we're not going to get. So yeah. I'm thankful we, it hasn't, there have been times it's been difficult and straining and, diff, you know, challenging. And, and, you know, we've come through a season of that very kind uh, recently where we acquired a business in a different city and we were bringing their asset and customer base and processes and all of that stuff into our business. And at the same time, I'm traveling, I'm overseas, you know, I'm doing something and, you know, a lot of the, it creates strain or difficulty, but the grace of God is there and mm. we don't, we don't lose we don't lose our momentum. We don't lose our, we don't lose the ship, right? We're continuing right. to go forward, even though there is times, you know, like I believe the scripture is clear, you know, we work to the point of exhaustion at times, like, <laughs> like you do, you know, like, right. like, like everyone does. But uh, the Lord is sufficient. Even when we aren't sufficient, the Lord's sufficient. So Amen. I think we're getting into a time where we're going to see this much more where people are not engage so much in an either or life where they're either in ministry or in a professional career, they are seeing a vision where they feel like they can have a life of spiritual consequence. At the same time, they have, you know, they have work to do mm-hmm. and they have, uh, they have a job and they have, or they have a, a career even, you know, we think mm-hmm. about 
as Paul mentioned, this guy, everybody wants to be like the Apostle Paul, except where he says, you know, there's a, there's a few <laughs> things where he says things we like, oh, I want to be just like Paul, except for that. <laughs> so, you know, he said, you know, we work uh, to the point of exhaustion, exhaustion or we that's work right. with, with our hands, uh, uh, labor and toil so that we weren't chargeable to you. That's right. And I think we've got it. He was saying that kind of as this is a spiritual honor for us. Mm. But we have the idea that a spiritual honor is to get a check from our ministry. And I think we're mixed up on that. Mm. So. The Lord is giving us, he's going to give us insight and he's going to lead us forward in a way that keeps people from being deceived by this either or, and then giving themselves an excuse for the one that is problematic or, or they don't enter into fully. Mm. Yes, that's good. That's really, really good. <laughs> Absolutely. It really yeah. is. And I, and you're right. I think, you know, I know personally, I went, I've gone through that myself, even, you know, when we were pastoring for 16 years, we still was working because of, there were some circumstances where we felt like God wanted us to do that, but it wasn't sure. my ideal situation. And, right. you know, if I would yeah. be honest with where I was at at the time thinking, you know, my goal was, yeah, someday to be in what I thought was so-called full-time ministry, you know, where the church was completely supporting me. But then, you know, when he sent us out and uh, we began going to, you know, went to Morningstar and began, you know, it's like God took those season to really begin altering and changing my concept, my understanding of what I was really trying to do and what I was really needing to do and what he was doing in and through me. So I totally understand, you know, the, the shift that needs to take place. And I think sometimes we don't realize just how valuable we can be in the kingdom doing two things at one time. And, and it is, it's, it's truly a gift and it's truly an honor to really be able to look and see that and say, like Paul, Hey, you know what? I am, I am giving God my whole life. It's, you know, it's working, it's working in one area and working in another and let the two just Really, they cross. They they cross over. They're, one isn't ministry, and the other one isn't. They're both ministry. They both have opportunities for me to give God glory and to and to worship Him through what I'm doing, whether it's working with my hands, or in my, or in my case, you know, IT working in that, or whether I'm working uh, where I'm sharing the gospel, or you know, in another country, or simply you know, ministering at a church, or what might what might be. So. I want to ask you this before we go, because I, I, I know that this is, you know, just another. Tell us a little bit of detail of what what you're doing on the field. So what are what are kind of when you go out to Nicaragua or some of these other countries, do you go? Are you going there with a vision or are you just kind of, you know, you're talking about relationships. So how have your, these relationships helped you to kind of plan your trips? And then when you plan them and you go what types of things are you doing? So our listeners out there have an idea of the types of things that are happening out there and, and give maybe some glory to God in terms of what you've seen ministry wise, miracle wise, salvation wise or whatever. I think we continue to be thankful and impressed by what the Lord does that, that, uh, you know, we didn't see coming the relationship style and approach that we use. I think uh, just going into that a little bit more, we try to look for the people the Lord's trying to connect us to in various contexts, the ones we would will be working together with, or we notice uh, opportunity or chemistry or, or something there. 
from the Lord's grace. And so the, we, we try to establish and go deeper in that relationship while we're doing whatever it is we're doing together. And there's no better way to find out about someone than collaboration. You know, you mm-hmm. get to know people really well in that, in that way. And another thing that we do inside of that context is that we, we don't really go with the intent. This is our project. This is what we do. This is what we are trying to accomplish. So much of what we see in the world of missions coming from the U.S. is folks have a project and they're looking for a place to run it, you know, mm, and that, yeah. that to me is, you know, there's a place for that. And there's certainly major help comes to people through that. But for us, we're trying to team up with people to help them accomplish what it is that they're trying to do. And so we've done a wide variety of things. I mean, we, we basically have tried to identify opportunities with the folks that we're going to, to assist and support we're trying to find ways to collaborate with them. And then depending on the context, we might do a variety of things. We, we have kind of an overarching goal that we're trying to accomplish in every case is to be an encouragement. Mm. Um, you know, we want to leave people with more courage than when we arrived. That's wow. the idea. And so we've done Bible school ministry. We've done extreme missions we've done we've climbed mountains we've uh, mm-hmm. we've wow. uh, done church conferences we've we we have found also some things that we tend to do over and over mm. and i think we'll see more and more growth in this and that's leadership training for what you what you call under-resourced uh, right right <laughs> folks, <laughs> folks that folks that don't have access to uh, the kind of resources that perhaps we have in terms of material concepts, understanding, just resources of, of every kind. Wow. We, we've done nine annual leaders, young leader events in Nicaragua year over year. This year we didn't. I went to Nicaragua, got back uh, last week. But I didn't take a team there because of the political volatility that's present on the ground. Mm. But we, we're planning for our next one uh, there, and we'll continue to do that. In March, we have a leadership event where we'll do leadership training and uh, equipping in central Mexico. And then we have a le- like a leadership retreat that we'll do in Sweden in October. So the leadership theme and the encouragement theme, that's something that we do. But depending on who we're working with, that could take different forms. And we have done a ton of prophetic style ministry kind of everywhere we've been mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, with the intent to encourage. And I think we've seen, we've seen some, uh, some fruit from that, some really good fruit. Wow. Well, it sounds like, you know, I, I hear you, uh, the, the Barnabas ministry, right? A gift of encouragement uh, is so <laughs> important, you know, but I also hear another thing that you're saying, which I think is so important for, for I, I say this all the time to people, you know, blessed are those, you know, blessed are the unbreakable for they shall not be broken, right? Blessed are, mm-hmm. it's like part of ministry, part of what I see in this time, you know, is that we do need to be able to be, I should say, blessed are the flexible. I think I said, blessed, yeah, blessed are the flexible yeah. for they yeah. will not be broken. And that's really a lot of what it is. You're out and you don't know, but the opportunities being flexible and allowing God to show us when we hit the ground the things that he needs and how we can best support people. To me, that's a position of humility as well. Mm, You're not, you you know, you're not coming with an idea that, you know, we're going to accomplish or do certain things 
but you're really coming and saying, how can I support you? How can I help you? How can I love you? How can I bless you? You know, when I hear things like that, I know that God is behind it and God is because he, that's all he wants from us, you know? And as Americans, you know, people coming from, from our nation, oftentimes we tend to come in with, with our ideas and our motivations and, and so forth. So it's really, yeah. it's really um, refreshing to hear when you're saying, you know, we go and we just want to be an encouragement. We want to get people courage and we want to just fill the gap. We want to meet them at the areas where they have the greatest need. And mm. so we just, I just bless you, brother. You know what? I, I know, it's been my desire to go with you. Don't give up on me. I am planning. <laughs> all right. Don't you dare give up on me. You okay, make sure bro. keep me, keep me, okay. keep me abreast of your schedule because yeah. I, I just want to, I believe that God didn't just bring us together to be an encouragement to each other. I believe one of these days, man, that we're going to be on mission together as well. Mm. And so Amen. I'm looking forward to that day that I can jump in Amen. with you and, and actually yeah. roll roll with you as your dog right, man <laughs> <laughs> we can do it bro I, I, I mean that's that i think that's going to happen and i'm looking forward to it as well yeah so thanks for that and i haven't given up and i won't good I mean, there's something special about taking the field together you know getting getting out in the wide world just no better way to really go deep with somebody than basically you're living together for seven to 10 days, depending on how long Mm -hmm. you go. You're, you're very, very close in proximity. And that is just a special time. It can be very challenging as well, but I have seen it time over time be an incredible blessing and give people a chance to get some depth of relationship that, uh, you know, it's not, it's not available in the, you know, one off, I'm going to visit you once a month for an hour, you know, you, <laughs> right. you know, you get, you get a thousand of those in, in, in one trip, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's a way to go deep. And I've, I've appreciated that. Thank you again for having me. Sure. Um, I, I, I've got to return the favor and get you on our podcast. Uh, we've got a couple leadership moment is uh, one that we've been doing f- since 15. And then I think in 17, we started doing from the forefront, which is more of a missions podcast. So, yeah, we oh, got to get you on both of those, bro. Uh, yeah, I'd love to, uh, love to get you on there. And it's great to connect with you again. I really appreciate you uh, letting me be on here with you. Thank you so much for being available for us today. Yes, sir. Thank you again for having me. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to know anything more about me or us, you know, FX missions dot com oh yeah 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 please give yeah is that all whatever also give give us your uh the, the names of your podcast so we can find them i, I imagine they're out on i on itunes and yeah, yeah, um, okay yeah. give, give the yeah, names so we're, we're on itunes stitcher uh google play just about wherever people get podcasts and the first one we've been doing longer it's a 10 minute bi-weekly okay. and it's called leadership moment if you search for leadership moment on iTunes or on podcast venues, you'll find us there. You can also get to that podcast and subscribe by going to leadersmoment.org. Okay. And then our other podcast, which is more mission centric, it's a one time monthly 40 minute or more format. So between mm-hmm. 40 minutes and an hour long, it's called From the Forefront. And you can find that content at fromtheforefront.com or you can search for that on uh, on those podcast venues and you'll find us there as well. So yeah, love to 
Love to get some feedback. Uh, check us out, rate us, and wonder who it was that introduced you <laughs> to, uh, to fxmissions.com. So yeah, check us out. Love to hear from guy, you guys. And if someone's interested in doing some stuff in missions and doesn't have an opportunity or a, or a natural way for that to come about, we're doing trips on a routine basis. And we'd love to uh, find a way to fold folks into that effort as well. Oh, that's great. That is really good. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate, again, your time today. And we will certainly get the word out and encourage others to uh, check you guys out. And, and hopefully we can encourage some people to go on some mission trips with you. That's, a, that's yeah, the man. big thing there. So, yeah, thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate cool. it. Say hey, say hey to Adair for us and uh, give her a hug. And we'll look forward to seeing you guys uh, before long. This podcast made possible through the partnership of Engaging Mission Show bringing missions home, and encouraging you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. Find out more at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions podcast from the forefront. If you'd like to find out more about FX Missions, please do so at our blog, fxmissions.com. Quite a bit of content out there. We hope you enjoy it. Also, if you'd like to rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would really appreciate it. And find out more about today's guest at our Facebook page. Just search for From the Forefront on Facebook. If you know of someone who should be featured on From the Forefront because of their Forefront missions experience or exploits, please reach out to us at info at fxmissions.com. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, I'm Scott McClelland, and you have a good one.